And we are live. G'day guys, it's Winnie from The Tripod here with a special announcement. Hope you have had a good weekend. Thanks for taking a little bit of time out of it to come and see me talk to you guys about what we're planning to do for the 2023 NRL season, which has come around pretty quickly. Um, and there have been some big decisions that I've made and um, a couple of new directions and um, new things that are gonna be available for the pod family this year. So I just wanted to jump on and share it with you all. Um, Look, to be honest, this could go 15, 20 minutes once I get into everything and the reasoning behind it. So I'm actually going to start with the too long, didn't read version. If you just watch the start of this, you can hear the whole plan in under one minute. And then honestly, it could go another 20. We'll see. But I do need to tell you guys that the tripod will be moving to OnlyFans as of this year. So hopefully you guys have got OnlyFans accounts um, and you've got a bit of funding in there and you'll be able to get as much content as you want from me on OnlyFans. Um, thought I'd start this announcement with a little bit of humor. Uh, assume people can see me and hear me. Please comment if you can. Uh, look, the pod's going to be free, but it is going to be a new show called Tripod Live with myself hosting as well as Clarky from Clarky's Rugby League column. First question you're going to ask, where does that leave Padonis? And we're going to address that. We've got the season preview this week, 7.30 p.m. Sydney time. That is February the 22nd. We are doing one-off show to preview the whole season, including season futures, season multis. Uh, then the weekly previews start the following week. So that must be like the 1st or 2nd of March, whatever the Wednesday is. Um, again, 7.30 p.m. Daylight savings time. That's a little bit later than you may have been used to. It's 6.30 my time. I'm in Queensland, but it's also just the earliest I can do with other commitments that I've got. And we will continue to do the live recaps straight after the final game of the round. Same places that you've found it before. You find it again, Facebook, YouTube, and your pod players, however you prefer to consume. But it will all be um, debuting completely and truly live as well. So there will be advantages tuning in live if you can, uh, again, I'm going to put up your comments on the screen and I will answer any questions as well. Now, all the same stuff that you guys enjoy, hopefully, best bets are going to be there. We're going to have mixed matchups. There'll be other value picks. There'll be other unique markets. Multis, sometimes they might follow later in the week. We're going to have the prizes. We're going to look to do some social events and giveaways uh, for our community as well. Um, so again, put your questions through. I actually just want to take a minute to talk about kind of a couple of things that have happened this weekend. So why don't you guys share your thoughts on the club world, the cl what world club challenge, if you caught that game, because that was a cracking game of footy that we got straight off the bat. Um, I'll slide here. I wanted to buy myself some time because I wanted to share this announcement into the tripod group as well as I'm truly live. But I'll also share my thoughts because I thought that was a cracking game that really got the blood pumping and really got me um, looking forward to the season ahead. And of course, it was St. Helens that pulled the upset as 20 and a half point underdogs over this Penrith Panthers side that is not just any NRL champion, but we have talked about this Panthers side historically as one of the strongest champions that the NRL has ever seen. And of course, they're back-to-back -back champions and they're going for three in a row. Um, let me see. I think I've got that there. So believe I've shared it into the tripod group. Um, yeah, 13-12 it was, or as, I, as I say here. Um, look, I feel like St. Helens had to win the game twice. They were up 12-0 in the second half. They were up 12-6 with 
just a few minutes to go, or in fact, they're up 12-6 with two minutes to go. They had multiple field goal shots. You kick a field goal in the final five minutes and you go up two scores, you win the game. They were unsuccessful with those. They let in a try off a bomb with 90 seconds to go. Penrith has to nail a conversion from out wide. Cleary makes no mistake with that. And so you're thinking, well, that was St. Helens' chance. It goes to extra time, golden point. Now you're going to have to try and win the game again. Penrith seemed to have all the momentum and massive set in this game was St. Helens working the ball off their own line where they actually dropped a kick backwards into their own end goal. They worked it all the way off their own um, off their own end, get basically to halfway, get a good kick away, and then they force the error from Crichton that leads to another opportunity to win the game. This time they make no mistakes. As I said, 20-point underdog pulls the upset and um, and look, all credit to St. Helens. It's not common that you get this game being played in Australia. That's even tougher. Although if you watch the game, it was actually a lot more like English conditions. And I'm sure St. Helens um, definitely feel like they made the most of those conditions. But look, they came over here. They they conquered. And um, they've won four straight Super Leagues as well. So you've got to give them a heap of credit. I loved watching that battle. And look, that was pretty much a full-strength Penrith side. So all the credit goes to them. Uh, look, what else happened this weekend? Uh we only just picked a sixth uh, NBA three-point contest winner in nine years. So we did it yet again. So congratulations to anybody that jumped on that with us. I picked Dame Dollar. I actually had picked Dame a few years ago and he didn't win, um, but I've always been a big fan. He got the chocolates for us today, $5.50. So this is absolutely ridiculous. And obviously it's become a yearly tradition since I picked I think once I picked about two in a row, I was actually hyping myself up and putting the pressure on myself. And then I gave you another winner at $9 and then another winner at $9. And it's kind of getting ridiculous. And then the last few years, I've only picked two of the last five. So I've come back down to earth, but still pretty crazy. So that was great fun. That's an event that I love kind of deep diving and I love watching as well. And uh, it was a fun watch today. He needed to nail his very final three-point shot to win that one. Um, But yeah. Always got to celebrate that because it's not easy to do. I, I defy anybody to kind of come up with a run of tips like what you can see on your screen. Uh, another announcement this weekend, we've got Discord. What does that mean? I'm still figuring out what that means, but it's another platform the Tripod is on. And from what I can gather, there's lots of dedicated channels. You can look at the topics you're interested in. There's some t- channels that are dedicated to Tripod-only posts. So it's really easy to find anything that we've posted and stay up to date. And you can opt in for push notifications, which can be really handy. For example, when I posted that Lillard tip yesterday, everyone who was on the Discord server got a push notification to their phone. Okay, let's talk about Tripod 2023 plans. Now, I already told you that, can you believe that is actually not me and Clarky? but it doesn't get much closer than that. Some people say this fella looks more like me than I do myself, but that's right, I am doing the tripod this year with Clarkie from Clarkie's Rugby League column. The show is going to be completely live. It will be available available on his platform as well as mine. So both our YouTube channels, both our Facebook pages, but also podcast channels, if that's how you prefer, whether you prefer to watch or listen, um, available both. So you do what suits you. Um, that means again, Padonis not co-hosting with me in 2023. I'm going to explain why, and I'm going to explain kind of what my thought process has been and the reasoning behind my decision. And I've even got um, the man himself to give us a video that I will play at the end of this video as well. But first of all, I just want to explain what we will be doing this year um, before I give a bit more background of the why. So 
Clarky, the good thing is I think most of you guys do already know Clarky. I've introduced him to the Tripod audience many times. Had him on lots of shows over the year, whether it's been season previews or mid-season reviews or origins or specials. Obviously, most recently, we did the Rugby League World Cup radio show together every single week. And we had awesome success on that show as well. And it was well received. I mean, we won every single matchup through the six weeks of the tournament. And we won the World Cup combo as well. Personally, I've been mates with Clarky for a few years. And I... Um, I just can't believe how much he puts out there. That's what you guys might already know him from is his platform. And in fact, I can't believe many people could be NRL fans out there and not following him on social media and seeing all that information and updates that he's sharing. Uh, the guy is, is a true weapon, inc incredibly dedicated, passionate about the sport like I am. And he dedicates a massive chunk of his life to just being across all the happenings of the NRL and one of the reasons we haven't done more together in the past has just been how busy the guy is. The guy has a full-time job as well as everything he does on social media. But at the end of last year, he did give me the heads up that he could be able to devote more time to work together on a more consistent basis. And that's kind of what's led to me taking up this opportunity. The structure of the show, it won't be too different. Clarky's going to be more your traditional host. He'll bring the key information. He will set the table. He'll give you everything that you want in a preview and then allow bring me in to share my perspective, my breakdowns in a unique way that I do, of course, which is the punting perspective. And same sort of things that I have done every single year will be that again. Like I'll look at each game you know, under the magnifying glass and I'll try and bring to you my strongest opinions and predictions, my angles, and just every aspect that I think a punter should be considering when looking at that match. And then I hope that that helps you guys uh, whether you're tipping, you're punting, or just for your general interest. And because we are truly live, we can interact with you as well. Yes, there's still be best bets, but Clarky not being a punting expert, he's going to share opinions when he has strong ones, but I will take the full responsibility for the best bets coming up with them and delivering them. So if it's a tripod best bet, then you know that I stand 100% behind it, which has had to be the case for the last eight years as well. And we'll still have all those other unique markets that I talked about, your mixed matchups, your multis, a bit more. Um, a little bit more that will come after the show and more that I can reveal when we actually jump into these live shows. Um, at this point, the plan is the best bets would actually be shared live at the start of the live show. So there'd be no specific advantage um, to watching YouTube versus Facebook because it'd just be live everywhere. But certainly there could be an advantage to people who tune in live, which we always want to try and reward because the more numbers we've got, the more engagement that's better for our show. Um, that helps us grow and that obviously makes it viable for sponsors that we need on board to make um, make it us able to do it. And of course, we can't control markets. We have some um, ability to maybe get some prices held during the duration of the show, but certainly not completely. So there's always that advantage. The earlier you can get onto our info, you know, if you are trying to execute bets um, based on the advice we give, but only do that with the ones you agree with. Um, and then the giveaways and stuff, uh, that's with a, with a bigger audience as well. It gives us more opportunities to um, keep the, the ticket tickets, jerseys, cash, bets, whatever it is. Um, we even want to have some more social events and bring people together um, who follow the pod and have more awesome kind of gatherings and punting events or, or attending games or whatever. So stay tuned, obviously, with specifics uh, through the year. I've even got some exciting ideas that, that have been discussed with some sponsors about some special prices for bets that may only be available while the pod is live. And that could even include this week. So Wednesday night, we do our season preview. It could actually pay to be able to tune in live. Again, that's 
daylight savings time this Wednesday because um, there could be some juicy prices that may still be available afterwards, but they may not be able to hold the price for too much longer. So we'll see how we go. Um, people have been asking me that they really want merch. I'm kind of surprised. I kind of haven't put much energy into merch for a while because I didn't know if the demand was there, but I would be interested to know um, would people be keen for merch? You can certainly comment. Let me know. Colin says, you just remembered your jersey one and never got it. Certainly reach out to us, mate. I tell you, there was heaps of admin involved. There were multiple people involved. There was back and forth. People ordered jerseys that might have been out of stock or different size or whatever. But we certainly, we chased every single person up as we, that we could. And no issues. Certainly, if you um, reach out to us, it's not too late either. We can get that sorted. So um, I can assure you that there's hundreds of people out there that did win prizes and plenty of happy jersey winners. Uh, from last year hopefully we can sort yours out as well Colin um, okay in terms of the product that we're going to create I certainly believe that expanding it and um, and kind of partnering with Clarky can take it to another level that you guys can enjoy as well um, the other part, big part of the decision too is that this will give me the opportunity to bring the tripod potentially to a larger audience uh, obviously you're sitting watching this now, whether you're watching live or afterwards, it's a, it doesn't matter for this announcement. Um, I'm super grateful for the community that we've got around the pod. You guys have supported, you know, for however many years, some people have been around for a lot of years and I don't take it lightly because no community means no show. If you guys aren't there supporting, then I can't, I don't have this opportunity to do something I love this much and I wouldn't be able to do it as a source of income. Um, and, and handicap the NRL and share my thoughts like I do. So that's an absolute privilege. But at the same time, there's a there's a reality there that because I am dedicating a major part of my life and my time and my energy, I've also got to actually be able to justify it in terms of running it as a business. And I've got to be able to get out enough to justify kind of what I'm putting in. So the way that I have handled that is basically it's always been a year by year basis. I'm not trying to tease people when I say, all right, I don't know what the plans are for next year. I just have to look at the landscape, the industry, how much engagement, how much commercial interest is there? What opportunities have I got? If any, I've got to do that every summer. And then I try and take the path I can. And what I've come to realize is I've got to go in a direction where we can get more exposure for the tripod uh, for a little bit of history, guys, like this has been going for eight years. This is year number nine. We have pretty much grown the pod. Certainly the first five or six years we grew every year. So when Alex and I started this in 2015, it was just mates watching in the first year, 18 months was just friends, maybe friends of friends, or maybe the odd random person who would have found us on a, in a Facebook search we started to grow a bit more and by, by mid-2017, so two and a half years in, we were able to do the pod as a business and you know along the way, the journey 2018, we released an app. Boy, did we invest a lot of money in that. You know, I have to say it wasn't the best venture we could have gone down, but we, you know, we can live with the decisions we made at the time because it was made sense to us at the time. We might have bit off more than we can chew, but at the same time, we learned a lot and um, a lot of people enjoyed using the app for a number of years, so you know, that's, that's what's happened. But every year I'm always racking my brain in terms of strategy. Like how can I improve the show? How could I make it better? So more people would watch, you know, am I doing enough marketing? I'm probably not. I haven't ever really put enough into marketing. I've always kind of trusted that word of mouth is going to help us grow. But I mean, I've even, I know a lot of you guys do tell your friends and I really appreciate that, but I've also had other people tell me, 
they deliberately don't tell anybody else about it because they want to have an advantage in their tipping comp or whatever. So I actually feel like there's somewhat a disadvantage that we don't get a lot of exposure and a lot of not everyone does necessarily tell their friends because it's punting for some people that's, you know, personal or private. It's not something that, you know, everyone is sharing all the time. So it's actually a challenge back on my end that people are enjoying it, but I'm not, if not reaching enough people, then you're going to kind of flatline and then it just gets harder and harder to justify putting the amount of um, time and resources in that I do. So hoping that partnering with Clark is going to generate more interest, give us a greater potential for the show, which then means we can deliver more for the audience. I'm hoping more eyes and ears, but even if we get that, it still doesn't guarantee us any success. It's just pressure on us to deliver um, a good show if we just get the opportunity. And I'm hoping that we will do that. And you guys know anything I do, I'm putting 100% into it. Um, you're not going to hear from Clarky tonight, but he did message me just to pass on that he wants to tell the Tripod family he's massively committed to the new venture. He wants to provide a quality, consistent show. He wants to gain followers from the Tripod community, but also introduce some of his followers to our community as well. Um, I should mention the Supercoach crossover show I did with Tim Moody last year, because you might just be wondering, this again is kind of a casualty of limited growth in the Tripod community, because I did say before, we grew for like the first five or six years, but in the last couple of years, we've kind of stabilized. And that's not a bad thing or anyone's fault. Like you're always going to have people that are dropping out and their interests are going to change and they're not going to listen forever. And then you're always going to pick up a few more people through word of mouth. So it's it's an achievement in itself to have kept a core, like loyal audience, but it's not ideal, obviously. So I hope that um we can take the pod to some new heights because at the end of the day, I've also got to be able to sell it to sponsors and it's a hard sell to the sponsors um the super coach show winning mood because we kind of had the same audience tuning in uh who were people who already watched the tripod for example so unless um anyone wants to come in at the 11th hour if anyone out there runs a company um for now tim and i were still great mates and um tim's still available on several other platforms and we're going to explore ways to collaborate in into the future okay as for Padonis. Again, Alex and I did the pod 2015 to 2020. If you're not aware, at the end of 2020, after six years, uh, Alex got offered an uh, opportunity to work for Entain, who own Ladbrokes and Neds and a couple of other bookies, and he is an odds maker for them. He had to take that opportunity because um, the business was not quite providing us both enough to kind of do it full time. I mean, I've always worked at a university as well. Alex was doing other things like um, driving Uber and stuff in the morning and then doing the pods. So he needed that more stability and um, a full-time opportunity. He got it. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted him to take it and see, you know, and, and I just hope that he really enjoyed it. I hope that he'd made the right choice. And, I've, you know, obviously uh, still great mates with Alex and always check in on him and he's still more than happy where he is. So he did make the right choice. And that's over two years ago now. So, um, you know, that's great to hear. And I know pod followers care, still care about Alex and they'll be happy to hear that as well. 2021, I did solo completely on my own. And I was proud of the results I got that year. But I brought Padonis in in 2022. As you know, he demonstrated his knowledge of the NRL in the group, as a lot of people do. It's a great place for people to showcase what they can do. And I just thought it might add to the show bit more of that dynamic, a co-host, um, add value, add a different voice so you wouldn't all get sick of mine. And I was certainly really grateful for everything he put in, his commitment and his effort throughout the year. Results for sure struggled at the start and I felt really bad for Badonis because when you change host or you bring someone new, then you get bad results. Of course, everyone criticizes change. It's the same as 
in 2021, I was very nervous that if I have a losing streak, everyone will say, oh, it's not the same pod. Oh, all the tips must have been Alex. Oh, you're useless on your own, you know. So I was relieved I did well in 2021. Then 2022, you bring Padonis in, you don't do well, and then it, the people are calling for his head. And then we got a strong finish to the year last year, and now Padonis is not going to be the co-host this year. And if I don't start well in 2023, people will say, oh, bring Padonis back. Oh, your new, your new um, system, your new show sucks. So I'm well aware that, um, yeah, people will resist change and there always will be the, that kind of criticism. Um, but I hope that you guys can support me as well and, um, you know, you can believe in what I've been able to do for eight years and you'll be able to get behind the show and you guys know the reality. We have good runs, we have bad runs. Hopefully we bring more to the table than we take off it. But I brought up the best bets as well just because I want to assure you guys I don't make any decision ever thinking I'm going to devalue the product. Um, and I know actually the most important thing about the show, I get people say to me, I don't watch for your best bets or I don't, I don't back your bets. I just like the show and that's awesome. But for me, why would you listen to me talk about rugby league when there's thousands of other people out there that, are, that are know more about the sport than me? My unique, my niche is, is the bets. So the results have to be there. It's still going to be the most important thing to me and the thing that I put all my preparation into. So I'm coming in with the sharpest advice and the most confidence I can behind the bets. So I want to assure you of that. I found it quite challenging, you know, working with someone else last year because you've got, you do all your own prep and you think in your mind, you know, where your most confident bets are and aren't. And then when someone else got a different opinion, it's like, you feel like you've got to compromise if you, you know, take away any of your own favorite plays or you endorse something that wasn't your favorite. Um, and I think that's just, that's a bit of a flaw in me, but that's also just how much ownership I do take over the plays. I know I had that system with Alex, but you got to remember like Alex and I knew each other for 25 years. So look, we got better, I think throughout the year, um, but honest and I, um, but I do definitely have the confidence that just being out of completely control and pick the best bets, um, again, that's going to maintain that standard that you're used to. And anything that I call the best bet is always something that I really like. It doesn't mean it's always going to win, but it's something that I would always be happy to have my own money on. And that's my pledge again, for anyone who does follow this year. Um, again, strong recovery last year in best bets, even though I acknowledge the, the tough start multis when we, we, didn't hit as many big multis as we want to. Disappointing results overall, I've got to say. Mixed matchup came down to earth, but it was still profitable. And it's, you know, I never, um, you can never turn your nose up at profit because it's really not easy to achieve. So I, I'm acknowledging the challenge. But again, I emphasize how important the results are going to remain to me. And um, whether I worked with Alex, with Padonis, or with Solo, uh, I always put in the work. And there's no shortcuts for me. If I can't put in enough work, um, and look at every game under the microscope the way I like to, then it just, I, would, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing the pod. Which leaves the final question, guys. Um, what, what is Padonis doing next? And look, I've chatted to him a few times. Uh, I could speak for him in general, but I thought what's best is that you hear from the horse's mouth. Hey, guys, Padonis here. Hope you had a fantastic off-season. Um, it's great to be back on your screens once again, but in unfortunate circumstances, um, as you all would have heard from Jacob's um, post um, with what he's planning on doing for this upcoming season. Unfortunately, the Podonis is no longer going to be a part of the tripod for this year. It was great. Um, it would have been great to build upon what we did last year together. Um, I thought we had great chemistry and we're starting to um, hit our straps towards the back end of the season with our handicapping. I hope you guys all enjoyed um, hearing me and, and watching me on your screens. 
last year and posting in the group. Um, had a great time doing it and thank Jacob um, and the other admin guys for allowing me that opportunity. Um, I completely understand to move forward with the tripod and make it sustainable long term that Jacob's got to go out and um, prove to the sponsors and show growth in the audience and um, I completely respect Jacob for that and um, he gave me the unfortunate news that he was going to head in, in a different direction um, and I'd be lying if I told you guys that it wasn't a bit sad and disappointing because it would have been great to be a part of it again in 2023 um, but nonetheless um, I haven't really made up my mind yet and what I'm going to be doing this season I'll still be a part of the group um, commenting in the game threads um, and posting where I can, but I'm not going to be sharing weekly tips in the tripod Facebook group any longer. Um, once I do make a decision on the way forward for me and my handicapping, then I'll um, I'll post it in the group. So add me as a friend if you haven't already and stay tuned. Um, hopefully I'll be coming up with something soon for you guys. Um, and yeah, all the best in 2023 for yourselves and the tripod. And Jacob, thanks for the opportunity again. Um, see you boys and girls and um we'll be in touch soon thanks appreciate padonis for taking that opportunity to speak for himself and i totally understand that he would feel disappointed um when i let him know and i like kind of explain the reasons as i have tonight i said you know how you remain in the group that's completely up to you but obviously um i didn't expect him to decide on the spot so this was a couple of weeks ago now where i kind of gave padonis the heads up and as you've heard from that video um, he's probably going to take the opportunity now with not having that responsibility of providing tips and breakdowns every single week that he might ease back, but we'll see. It sounds like he's still got some ideas in mind. Uh, thank him once again, as I did at the end of last year, but additionally, he contributed through the NFL season and he carried on the tradition of the mixed matchup and profitable mixed matchup picks that he applied to his NFL tips as well. So of course, wish him the best, but we've become friends over the last year working together, but he's also made other friends of the community. I'm sure it's not the last you're going to see of the pod Adonis, as Dan Lever once famously called him. So if you're scoring at home, you might be thinking, all right, so Alex left the pod, Adonis has left now. So maybe it's Winnie is the issue. Uh, so I can just say when Alex left, as I said before, completely his decision, no hard feelings. And that was the best choice for him. Padonis leaving this time around, it is my decision. And basically just not being able to offer him that same role, as I explained. So kind of in neither case, we've had a falling out or there wasn't even any negotiation that or anything like that. It was really just different directions um, and no doors have been shut. There's opportunities to work together with, um, you know, anyone that's worked with the tripod in the past. Um and that's about it, guys. So I hope that that sounds all right to everyone. If there's any questions you got, obviously just hit us in the comments. I look forward to seeing you this week, Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Sydney time. That's 6.30 for Queenslanders. We're going to preview all 17 teams. We're going to tell you our future picks and have some multis. And we're going to aim to do that all in under 80 minutes. And then after that, it'll be every seven days. Wednesday night will be pod night and live again at 7.30 Sydney time. And we'll try and keep the pod always under 60 minutes as well. Obviously looking at the eight games that are on that week. Live Wednesday nights. Love for you guys to interact as well with us. Uh, thanks for taking the time tonight if you did or, or obviously listening whenever you get a chance to watch or listen to this. Um, I'm going to get back in the lab and try and uncover as much as I can for this season preview. Looking forward to the launch of Tripod Live with Winnie and Clarkie on Wednesday. Have a great week, guys, and I'll talk to you then. Lego.